Welcome, welcome, humans and other beings out there to Quadrupod Studios returning today, uh, a day in March 2022, with today's host, Kit Warren, and we have a guest, Maximilian, and I'm unfamiliar with his last name. If he wants to put it out there, he can. <laughs> Otherwise, we will continue. Kit, welcome. Max, welcome. Well done, Robin. Thanks very much. Max, welcome to Quadrupod Studios here in Victoria, B.C., North Park, to be exact, in the little (laughs) heart of the city. And uh, uh, we're super uh, glad to have you on the show today to discuss human health, uh, testing of different uh, vibrations within uh, the ecosystem that we call our body. And uh, I think this is going to be an episode that will really show people pathways to success when they talk about and communicate these things. Uh, so I'm super uh, pumped because I've been through the process and, and uh, welcome everybody to uh, listen and watch and learn about what we're going to discuss today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm super stoked to be here, and it's a topic that's obviously a huge passion of mine, so um, it always gets me really excited to dive into it, because I know with this kind of topic, you know, energy, energy medicine, um, assessing our own energy fields for health and well-being, I know we can always dive pretty deep and hopefully present some insights that will serve everyone listening. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so... On the topic of energy healing, what does that mean? Like, what, what's going on? Like, for people that are tuning in and they're, they go to their doctor and they do their regular checkups and they're, they're, they, they feel like they're in good health, they feel like they're doing the right things, but uh, could some of the, you know, pitfalls or the corporations or the sad uh, diet or the standard American diet <laughs> could be, you know, could it be corporations that are causing influctuations in the vibration of clarity for some people? I think that's certainly possible and mm-hmm. probably in a lot of places around the world the case. Yeah. Um, for me, when it comes to energy and energetic assessments, it, it makes a lot of sense because. You know, we live in this universe um, where everything is energy. And one thing I realized when I was dealing with my own chronic uh, health condition, I realized that it's really important that we get down to the root, that we, did, that we are able to figure out, okay, what is at the root of someone's health concern, whether that is acute or something that's chronic that people may have had for years or sometimes even decades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the medical system that we're, um, that we're used to is, is very much focused on the symptoms. And it certainly has its place when it comes to performing surgeries and so forth. But there are certain things that I've come to realize, especially when, it, when we're dealing with chronic conditions, that it really starts to have its limitations. And people experience these limitations. They go, okay, you know, the, the drugs that... The, the medications that are being prescribed, 
they really only mask the symptoms and as soon as I stop taking them, things come back. And sometimes things come back with, with so much more veracity. Mm-hmm. And um, again, coming back to my own healing journey, I realized that if we want to truly figure out how we can heal ourselves, in other words, how we can move from um, a state where we feel unwell or uncomfortable in our own skin to a state of well-being and balance, Mm -hmm. homeostasis, we really need to figure out, okay, what's at the foundation of it all? Why is the person experiencing this? Mm -hmm. Not so much in regards to what are the symptoms a person's experiencing, but really what's at the foundational level. And um, as I said a minute ago, the universe, everything is energy. Everything is frequency. So one thing that became clear for me was when we look at a person energetically. So I have a quick question. Yeah, absolutely. Is kosher an energy change in the raising and the butchering of the animal and then the food source is that would that be an energetic thing that you're talking about yeah absolutely okay in in fact we can look at everything as an exchange of energy and sometimes this exchange is very um very obvious Mm -hmm. you know i'm thinking about two people making love there is an exchange of energy yep Um, In other cases, it may not be so obvious that it's always an exchange. Sometimes it might seem like it's a one-way street. For instance, two people talking, but one person is talking, the other person is listening. It might seem like, in our case, for instance, I'm giving off energy, Mm -hmm. and you're receiving this energy through sound waves. But at the same time, there is energy that's being emitted from you that I'm receiving in the form of other forms of energy so to yep. speak not necessarily a sound wave mm-hmm. so there's always an exchange of energy and coming back to your question um, whatever we're engaging in this energy is always exchanging we're always exchanging energy between ourselves and our external environment mm-hmm. and that also means that if someone is is butchering an animal there is an exchange of energy in fact cutting something into pieces there's a lot of release of energy that can occur mm-hmm. just during this process of um, disassembling something. Yeah. So then uh, what uh, we want to look for in that energy exchange is something that feeds us the mm-hmm. right energies. Yes. Or, or for what you're doing is you're able to map out different parts of the body and energy vibrations that might be stored from a past trauma or a food in the moment, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, a little bit, tell me a little bit about the machine and the type of uh, energy tracking devices that you have sort of in your toolbox. Yeah, because absolutely. the technology to be able to do this is is unbelievable to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, it's like mind-blowing. Yeah, it, it was to me too when I first came across it yep. uh, many years ago. And it all comes back to quantum physics. You know, if quantum physics is a science that has been enabling us to create and develop these devices that are so sensitive that we can now pick up on these very subtle energies that are present in the human body. Mm-hmm. You know, there's energy, obviously... If someone um, 
you know, taps the energy that's coming out of a power plug, you'll notice that this is very powerful energy. But we're talking about the subtle energies of the body. Yep. This is something where we need incredibly sensitive devices. And um, one of these devices that I utilize is a, it's called a, a bioresonance scanner. Yep. Bioresonance scanner. Exactly. So, so that's basically an aura an aura tester. Yeah. And, you know, this blows me away because uh, all my games that I played as a kid were like Dungeons and Dragons and, and games that included sort of the abilities of magicians or, uh, or alchemy, you know, that created vibrational things. Mm -hmm. so, so it was almost like the game was explaining a more viable map to a human being and its possibilities absolutely well those games got a lot of their lore and whatnot from ancient myths and things like that really? so that's probably where they robin yeah. comes in with a home run hitter here to, <laughs> giving us the pathway that this is just history yes oh and so. it, it, he he's robin is really onto something here because um the devices that i utilize um, yes, they are. Thanks to quantum physics, we can now develop these devices. Mm -hmm. But the knowledge that they're all based on, this, is, this has been in the making for literally thousands of years. You know, we can look at ancient China, traditional Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. People have known about energy and energy flow in the human body yep. um, for, for millennia. Or if we look at India, Ayurveda, you know, just alone the, the chakras such a beautiful system of energy or energy vortexes, vortices, um, that allow us to get a very deep understanding of what is occurring in a person and also how, how are we even functioning, how are we mm -hmm. alive, how, how are we able to think, to, to analyze, to move, to digest food and, and to do so many, many more things that... If we were just to look at the body on a purely chemical or purely biological level, we would be leaving so many things, so many stones unturned, basically. Mm -hmm. And with yeah. energy, we're looking at everything because at the foundation, you know, even when we look at chemistry, we look at um, the molecular structure of water, for instance. All of that is energy vibrating at certain frequencies that make... Um, these energies appear to be solid yep. or tangible. And when you're speaking of energies, uh, this is several different test areas. Like when, when we mapped through my test, it was, I think there was 13 or uh, 14 columns mm -hmm. of, of, you know, types of energy that represented... Um, thing so maybe you can break down that yeah. a little bit because yeah. that that's i think where we get into you know it's it's an energetic test but now we can actually see the energies that are present mm -hmm. absolutely and it i often like to s start the the scan or the assessment by looking at how we as energy interact with the energy within our environment mm -hmm. so as you might remember we looked at how does food affect a person? Yep. Water consumption or consumption of liquids in general. Mm -hmm. Kinetic energy through movement. Um, how well yeah, is and, and you say food and water, but I want to break into that. So like simple, the food one. So now it's not just nutrition thoughts. It's, oh, is it, 
is it uh, uh, kosher or does it have another label or is it little you know is it from grandma's backyard chicken eggs is it uh, picked fresh out of the you know farmer's field so all of these small energetic exchanges uh, impact all columns but you know especially the food column or you know what the water column uh, yes and and the the fact that you know, if somebody says, oh, we got bad water in Victoria, well, then that has an impact to the water that you're taking. And if you thank your water or say, wow, this is a wonderful uh, giving liquid that uh, fuels my entire existence, then does that change the way the water can behave in the body? Yeah, absolutely. Is this, what, is this why people say grace is that what yes. that's about yes so grace is not like a religious thing grace grace is like a mathematical equation that religion figured out absolutely and it comes whoa. back to, <laughs> it comes whoa back to we're this. getting all religious in here <laughs> it actually comes back to what i said earlier there's always an exchange so energy is is literally never a one-way street mm -hmm. you know there's always Sometimes we say for every action, there is a reaction. So that is really what I'm talking about. There's always an exchange, gotcha. meaning if you have a group of people sitting at the table and they say grace before they consume their food and before they, they drink their water, or as you said, you know, just expressing your gratitude towards the water before you drink it, you, as you're speaking, you're emitting energy through sound waves into the structure of the water. So you're actually allowing the water to respond to it. Because water is, it's a living entity. It has memory. It has memory, it, exactly. But it also can change memory. It, absolutely. So then when you then consume it, we have this closed loop of exchange. You gave something and then the water gives something back. And this is, you know, you mentioned grace is not, it can be a religious act, mm -hmm. but... I think when we go way back in time, we would actually notice that a lot of these practices that we might associate with religion, they were just things because that emerged because people understood yeah. way back in the day that there is always this exchange taking place. Everything is energy. Yep. And, you know, how you approach something, so will that also approach you. So if you approach water with love and appreciation and you drink that, then that water will be exactly that for you in your body too. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to, uh, to look at it. It's because like the, then the principle of resonance. Exactly. If you're, if you're putting out that, that vibrational energy, then that similar energy should vibrate back towards you or you will connect with that more readily because it's, that's what you're putting out. Exactly. You become a magnet. Mm -hmm. And so, so mapping out this in a, in a test that you can offer to people will be a starting point to identify energetic things in the body that can, you can then steer towards or away from or, or look to have more of uh, that absolutely. good energy in your life. Yeah, absolutely. We can see, you know, the, what I just mentioned about food and um, liquids and kinetic energy through movement, those are just 
that's really just part of that first column that you that both of you saw um, under the energy source column, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And here we're just looking at okay, how is my organism interacting with the external world? Because the external world feeds us, provides us with energy, with a, with a charge, just like we're a battery. And in fact, all of our cells are that battery. Yep. And then we can move on to the other columns of the, of the, the, the scan. And we can look at, okay, now we want to look at the, the different energy fields that are um, being emitted by the different organs in the body. Mm -hmm. Because the activity of each organ generates an energy field yep and we can actually see depending on the strength so to speak of this energy field let's say the liver energy field yep. we can determine okay is this a healthy energy field is this strong enough um, in other words is the liver working and receiving the energy that it needs to function properly or is there something else that we might need to look into more deeply and, and those are the, the starting points of the scan where we first look at, okay, how does the environment influence a person? And is there maybe a disconnect? Oftentimes nowadays we see this disconnect between a person and the energy fields of the planet. You know, we spend a lot of time indoors. This past pandemic, yep. we've, we've seen it too, that a lot of time is spent indoors. There's a lot of electronic devices that generate their own man-made energy fields. So we're losing that connection to the earth. And we need the energy field of the earth to charge our cells. And it comes back to what Robin, you said about resonance. Um, the cells <coughs> take on the energy that they resonate with. So if we want to charge our cells, we need to make sure that they're getting the energy at the right frequency. And this frequency is usually somewhere around zero and 30 hertz. So this would be like forest bathing. Absolutely. Again, That's so it. The importance of getting out into the smells, the sights, the sounds, and sort of all of those combinations of things. You know, when you go, you hit Beacon Hill Park and it's just like, wow, oh, those, mm -hmm. the ducks are really tuning me. Yes. Tuning me back to normal. Quack, yes. quack, quack, yeah. quack, quack, quack. That's, <laughs> that's a good uh, uh, calming sound for, yeah. for, for many folks. Quack, 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 yeah. quack, quack, quack. The ocean itself, too. The ocean. Yes. Yeah. So what do you find through the machine when you test you know, people that are getting, going to the oceans or getting that uh, thing? You see differences? Yes, oh. big time. Okay. So um, oftentimes, without really asking any questions before we do the scan, if I sit down with the person and I, I see, oh, there is a disconnect between them and the Earth's very own magnetic and electromagnetic fields, it's almost safe to assume that these people potentially have a job that means they have to be in the computer, in front of the computer for yep. many hours at a time. Mm -hmm. Or they're just indoors a lot where there's other things. You know, even the, the air conditioning, it uses energy it uses electricity mm -hmm. it has its own energy field that's much stronger than the energy fields out in nature yeah so it impacts us in ways that are that are quite dampening for our energy ah. so when we then have someone who goes in the ocean on a regular basis yep. there's a much stronger connection in other words these bodies resonate so strongly with the the energy and the frequency of the earth 
the ocean, the trees, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. that people start to crave it. And you might notice it too, yep. you know, when you haven't been in the, in the water for a while, mm -hmm. there is something in you that, that craves it like other people crave chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and the ecosystem is so vast in the makeup of a human body. It's not just us. Like you know, our mind yeah. thought is like, oh, I'm I'm here. Uh, no, it's a, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, well, I think and we're like forty percent bacteria or something. Forty? I think we're more than that. Actually, yeah. you know what I want to do a conservative. A, kind of yeah, <laughs> I want to do a list of the of the makeups. Of what we are, like you all the little. Here all the, is it all Latin? The rest of your life. Is it all Latin? Yeah, probably. Maybe things that are, we don't even even yeah. have tested before. Well, like, what I do know you is you probably got some weird bacteria on yourself there. Kid. No, I eliminate. <laughs> I, I I expel it. I probably have some weird stomach bacteria that eat in the corporate Doritos or something. No, but even there's good. There is <laughs> little M and M things. M and M bacterias. Yeah, probably. You probably got a lemon <laughs> M bacteria in there. Yeah, that's the devil. Well, on, that's the devil on the shoulder. Yeah, right? I grew up. I grew up on the corn syrup bacteria. Ooh, I mean, yeah. the yeah, corn syrup kids for sure. But like, uh, you know, flakes. Lucky Charms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, does that those those ecosystems stay with you forever? Vibrationally, they might. Yes, and it's interesting. Oh. Um, we can get rid of things physically. Mm -hmm. And at times, uh, still have what I call an energetic residue from something. Aha. So it happens um, not frequently, but it can happen with people who have had heavy metals in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And they do a, a pretty strong cleanse. So physically, they're getting rid of all the heavy metals. But if there is um, some... <laughs> Sorry, we've, we've got a, 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 a studio audience that's fallen asleep. <laughs> it's not a great endorsement, but he's, he's gotten into the vibration yeah. of the theta brainwaves. Yeah, and now we've he's, got him resting. He's, he's, he's resting uh, well. Max's voice is so sultry. He's putting him in a, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to come through on the microphone. So yeah, but it is good for the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And we can certainly hear yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but coming back to the heavy metals, so yeah. we can rid ourselves of the physical heavy metals, but at times the energetic imprint might still be there. And it's interesting um, because what can happen is that if for some reason we attach to the frequency of these heavy metals, and oftentimes this can be done through emotions, through beliefs, or even through trauma, then energetically we may not be able to get rid of the frequency of heavy metals because we have not dealt with the trauma or the emotions uh, or the beliefs. Wow. So it's a combination, a, a mathematical combination to use all these areas mm -hmm. to complete the task. Yes. Which is release uh, heavy metal trauma or uh, a bunch of areas exactly. that, that add this up. So this is, this is really tactical in finding pathways for healing in, in, in several hard cases where yes. people, where doctors are dumbfounded by, oh, I don't know what to do here because there's no physical signs. There's no, there's no true essence of where this is coming mm -hmm. from. And there hasn't been, you know, the, a field of energy testers this, so that I've heard of. This is brand new for me, but it's probably, how many years have we been using this type of technology? 
Um, at least 20. Okay. Um, it's been improving a lot. Uh, there's been some significant advances in the last, especially in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but it's been around for quite a while. Um, when we think about, you know, the Rife machine, um, mm -hmm. very similar concept, mm -hmm. um, utilized slightly differently to how I utilize the devices now that I have, but it's been around for, you know, then actually a lot longer. The, and the Rife machine was a fella who brought this great technology forward and was kind of like, he's like, hey, no, you don't want to do that. Like, it opposes a lot of uh, corporate greed. Yes. Yes. Uh, so these, these things are now being spread out uh, because there's so much information and so many people out there that it's just too strong to hold back. Mm -hmm. That's which exactly is, it. Which is a good thing. Yeah, and um, one thing that I've noticed with my practice is, especially over the last two years, people are really not wanting to deal with crap anymore. You know, they've had it um, to the point where they're like, you know what, my health, I'm going to take care of this on my own. So goodbye to whoever they used to see in terms of the Western medical system. Mm -hmm. And they're just taking it into their own hands and looking for new ways and um, solutions. This is, this is one way. Yes. Yeah, something that actually gets them results or, or at least a, a diagram of a pathway to find, start finding results. Because mm -hmm. I found... And not just a pill. Yeah, I yes. found that, you know, discussing it was very uh, freeing. Mm -hmm. Talking about it, mapping out... You know, oh, I've got enough almonds, I've got enough this, uh, legumes and, and, and uh, pea protein. Your, your almond like, energy was I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, like it's, well, it's, and it's about the oils and it's about the sort of the essential things the body requires. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you can miss some things, especially, you know, this, this recent stuff with diet, you know, uh, getting takeout and getting stuff like that. It's not good for you. You can see the results. Mm -hmm. And you can see the energetic results too. Yes. So, so having um, a swimming practice every day is, is, is retuning new energetic results, which is uh, very important to release those uh, chemicals or alchemy in the body to produce good good days and yes. I, and so I found that that uh, that's a cool thing that it shows up in tests and and can be sort of verified as mm -hmm. wow okay these subjects here that are are getting the forest bathing or getting ocean or getting natural things are are resonating at a more human appropriate human yes. health level yes. Now, this is really cool because, you know, we can talk about swimming and doing all the stuff, but having data backup that shows a pathway is super cool for sport, for uh, seniors, mm -hmm. for all of our people that uh, could benefit from this. Yeah, absolutely. So and it's... It's something I've been noticing over the years that uh, what I do, it, I, I see it as bridging the gap because, you know, you have 
individuals who who need the science. And I fully understand that. I was brought up in Germany where it's very academic, all about science. And then eventually I moved here to Victoria where we have Reiki. We have a lot of alternative healing practices. And often, for a lot of people, it's hard to say, okay, I want to do something different about my health. I'm going to see a Reiki practitioner. Mm-hmm. When they are coming from... a a fully scientific-based understanding of the world. And they have their doubts, and I don't, I don't blame them. Yep. Um, so then here we have something where we can really merge or reunite once again this aspect of spirituality on the one hand and science on the other, mm-hmm. and making people realize that they were never meant to be separate. In fact, that they never really were separate. We've just created that separation. Yep. And... Um, it helps people so much when they come in, and you mentioned this aspect of talking about the results, mm-hmm. you know, this consultation aspect is very important. That's yep. why it makes up actually a big portion of our sessions, mm-hmm. because people start to connect with their results, and they start to also draw the connections between, okay, this is happening in my physical body, and this is how, based on the scan, how my emotions affect it. Mm-hmm. Um, how my diet affects it, how my belief system as well, because that's another that was point huge. that we can look so at, that, how that Im- yeah, impacts that, it too. That impact, the belief, uh, was very, very aware, uh, awareness-giving to me, or, mm-hmm. or, or I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's, it's, it, it impacted me in a way that I realized that my beliefs were impacting the energetic uh, non-release for my stomach. Yes. yes. So, so what I wanted to look at is to make sure that that belief changed in the future, mm-hmm. and it did change. So, talking about it, reflecting on it with somebody else, it helped the person map out what the true issues mm-hmm. were. Uh, was really incredible for that process for me. And I really appreciated that because it's, it's almost like a mirror. It's a mirror <laughs> of, uh, you know, going mapping out uh, through, through the words and the conversation of a pathway to healing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy it so much. The, the portion where we just have a conversation you know i always mm-hmm. tell my clients it's not like you're going to a doctor and they just read out your your latest blood blood results mm-hmm. it really is a conversation because the more a person is willing to share how what these results bring up for them the more i understand the scan and the more i can tailor then um, strategies on how they can move forward because it's always about empowering the individual so that they can take care of themselves and this aspect of beliefs you're absolutely right. It's so huge. Um, I've had people who came and uh, saw me for sessions who had been on their healing journey for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, I've done it all. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars over the years. And I'm still not where I thought I would be after all this time and after all this money. And then the interesting thing was, is we did the scan and we realized that there were certain beliefs that were so deeply rooted within their subconscious mind. Um, Popular ones are, I'm incapable, 
or I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. So then coming back to the person's intention, for over 30 years, they wanted nothing more than to heal, to get out of the state of, of pain or lethargy, whatever it might be. But this underlying belief wasn't really ever present within their conscious awareness, so they never really addressed it. So they were constantly banging their heads against the wall, basically, always trying to heal, but there was this big hurdle that said, I'm not capable of healing myself, mm -hmm. or I'm not worthy of being healthy. So then we started addressing those beliefs, and from then on, things actually start to sort themselves out because yep. you remove the underlying belief that something that is um, so fundamental to a person's entire being, not just organism, but their entire state of being, and we can even replace that belief for something such as um, I'm capable or I am worthy of being healthy. Yep. And then they can go back and, you know, if they need chiropractic adjustments, they can get that done. If they just want uh, energetic treatments from me, they can get that done. If they want acupuncture, you know, then they're approaching all these other modalities, finally, from a completely different belief standpoint, yep. and everything all of a sudden starts to work much mm -hmm. better. Yeah, it's being a yes person. Yes, exactly. Not, not putting barriers to the construct of uh, belief that mm -hmm. so that often stops a lot of people from thinking oh energy healing hogwash you know <laughs> yeah. it, it, and then they're not realizing the conceptual facts of the power of the mind mm -hmm. and the one being the worst enemy because of a box thinking where that line is not allowed to be crossed. I'm not allowed to be worthy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not worthy. What was that, Garth? And what were they? I'm not worthy. What is that? What are those guys? <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm not, entertainers. not sure about that one. <laughs> you know, entertainers. Uh, they're Mike, Mike uh, Myers and, and Garth. We're not oh. worthy. Is it Wayne's World? Wayne's World. Oh, oh yeah. Wayne's World. We're not worthy. <laughs> you know what? And that and that's, you know, entertainment. They're paid to do that. Mm -hmm. Those 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 couple Canadian guys, you know, went out there and they did their thing. But that is entertainment. You know, that's the type of things that are taught. Mm -hmm. So we have to unteach the yes. programming. Yes. And this is what Quadrupod's about bringing forth real media, real pathways to mm -hmm. self-success. So yeah. this is cool how it all lines up. And oh, it's, it's, uh, it's just right there uh, uh, for us. So this test that you provide, what, what, how do they get in touch with you? Or what do we look up? And Yeah, on my website, www.holistic.guide. Yep. And yep. holistic is spelled with a W. Okay. And that's the easiest way to get in touch from there. People can email me, text me, um, call me. Quadrupod Studios, I know that with the mile zero minnows, I'm testing every mile zero minnow swimmer that wants to. It's uh, free here at Quadrupod. Mm -hmm. I'll pay for it. And it's all part of the NFT of, of teaching people the pathway for for success you know get that ocean healing get the understandings for yes. energy that you're receiving and giving 
and map it out. It's, it's so essential. Um, and it's one thing, years ago when I started to get into the realm of energy, so to speak, now thinking back to it, I am so amazed by how much, not only did it affect my, my health in a positive way, you know, from a physical point of view, mental, emotional, and even spiritual, but also my understanding of everything, of the universe, of the world, how things interact, mm -hmm. how we interact. Because when we, you know, when we come back to this aspect of everything is energy in the universe, you know, even you can look at an inanimate object such as a rock, it still has an energy field, an electromagnetic field we can measure. It has frequencies that are being emitted. So everything has energy. So from that basic understanding, when we allow ourselves to get a basic understanding of how energy works, then we actually now have an understanding of how everything works. And this goes far beyond health, but health is obviously a very important point, especially during these times. Um, but we can build upon this. And I work not only with people who seek me out because they have some long-standing health issue or even something acute. It can also be individuals, you know, you mentioned athletes earlier. Mm -hmm. I've worked with um, athletes here on Vancouver Island before, especially professional surfers up in Tofino. And for them just to to be able to see on their scan, you know, these people are usually pretty fit physically, but to, for them to also see, okay, this is how my emotions affect me. In other words, how my emotions affect my performance, how past trauma affects my, my performance in certain regards, in certain situations. It opened up so many new doors for them and um, explore things such as meditation or... Um, just reflecting on things before they go into, into a competition, for instance. Mm -hmm. Focusing on their breath, those little things here and there. But the insights alone, understanding themselves as a holistic being, you know, not just the body, not just the mind, but also this aspect that we oftentimes can't really put many words to. Sometimes we call it the soul or the spirit. Mm -hmm. When we embrace all of this, you know, we're embracing us holistically and fully and I believe that's the only way we can reach our full potential as human beings, as yeah, beings, I should definitely. say, not just human. Yeah, definitely. It's, it, and, and the message, I believe, comes from the soul mm -hmm. to the, the mind, and then the mind creates the body's experience. Yes. And, and that pathway uh, should be looked at as the starting point at one's soul or spirit energy and and find the pathway that where that energy is strong mm -hmm. and once it's strong and vibrating then the mind and the body can have a, a wonderful life yes yeah it, and that is a good point too mm -hmm. um i've come across um different schools of thought where you know it's about ego ego death killing the ego mm -hmm. And at the same time, people then talk about unconditional love. And it all often got me thinking, I'm like, okay, here's a person telling me that we need to kill the ego um, in order to be able to practice unconditional love. And I'm thinking, can you hear yourself? Like, mm -hmm. this is so contradictory. Yeah. 
Um, it's really, I truly believe it's not about killing the ego or, you know, trying to undermine the mind, but finding that balance. Mm -hmm. And when, for me, everything starts with, with awareness, consciousness. Yeah. And just doing one scan, even if a person decides to do just one scan once in their life, to receive these extra tidbits of information, especially the ones that are deeply rooted within someone's subconscious mind, yep. it can be such a catalyst for change in their lives because now they finally um, see things that were so deeply rooted and potentially deeply hidden within their own being that can help them live the life that they actually want to live. Yeah, that's like a, a doctor that with no surgery tools you know you know it's yeah. a simple operation and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and this technology it's just it it still makes me think about the possibilities of the future are so great yeah uh the life expectancy uh, increases with with wellness it's not it's not a suppressive energy it's a, an exploring and creative energy yeah uh, and to give that to people is a gift. So I really want to thank you for your work that you're doing and uh, for coming in here today and explaining a little bit about uh, how to uh, tap into that field of the person for our communities and mm -hmm. for, you know, basically the world. Because uh, <laughs> we, can, you, we can take anybody around the planet and do this yes so how, how do we reach out and do it in in that at that part of the business because i know that uh you can reach anyone yeah that's that's the beauty of it but first i wanted to say thank you so much for you know just having me on here today yeah. because um a big part of my work with what i see as my work is just to bring it out there, you know, mm -hmm. whether people come and see me or someone else who, who practices exactly this, you know, energy medicine, bioenergetics. Um, and it's remarkable because I can sit with people anywhere in the world. We really just need um, a computer or a, a tablet or even just a smartphone mm -hmm. with internet access. Yep. Because the assessment itself, we can do in two different ways. In person, I usually have a scanner where people can place their hand on the scanner. Yep. So that's we can the, then that's read the method that I did. With exactly. The scanners, that, so that you and Robin contact yeah. uh, gave the information right from a, a ten minute scan uh, through my ten body. seconds. Yeah. Ten seconds. Ten scan. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And then on the other hand, you know, when I work with people in other provinces or outside the country yep. we simply do a voice analysis okay because everything you know the pitch the volume the depth of our voice yep there's so much information so many different frequencies mm -hmm. that are being carried just through our voice so by having and this might sound a bit crazy but by having people count from 0 to 10 we get a snapshot, a momentary snapshot of their entire energetic signature okay. just in the voice. And some people might go, okay, I don't understand how that works mm -hmm. because it's just the voice. Yep. But it comes back to everything being fractal okay. in the universe. Yep. You know, for instance, we can look at um, how, how a cell is structured. And then we can look at how um, a galaxy is structured. And 
and we can look at a seashell, for instance, how there is a, a spiraling shape yeah. within the seashell uh, or se certain seashells, and we see the spiraling shape occur in so many different aspects of nature when we go bigger, like galaxy, or when we go smaller into molecular level. Mm -hmm. So that means everything is a fractal of something bigger. And that means when we do this assessment, the voice is a fractal of the entire energy, um, source. energy of that person, yeah. exactly. So we can get a very accurate reading based on a person's voice. Well, I read tracking books when I was a kid, and that was my whole thing, tracking animals in the snow, in the dirt, and, and just looking at the signs to find the results. So mm -hmm. this is kind of how I view that. Yes, yes. Because <coughs> it's, it's a beautiful analogy, actually. I really like that because, you know, you look at, you're, you're trying to understand and find and determine the animal simply based on a scent or a bundle of hair or uh, a footprint in the, in the snow or the mud. And this is really what we're doing here. We're understanding the entire being, not just the organism of the person, but the entire being of the person by um, simply looking at their um, energetic sound structure of the voice. Whoa, this is mind-blowing. <laughs> But it's super cool because now uh, our listeners all over the world yes. can get and tune into this and yes. find this. So you not only heal your community, you're, you're healing abroad, everywhere. So you're, uh, it's, how do I get into business with this too? Because, you know, I, I want to heal, heal people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this is a perfect type uh, of business where you're, it feels like you're giving back. You're not a, you're not, a, you're not Coca-Cola. You're mm -hmm. not, you're not giving people, you know, uh, diabetes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a bad vibe. Yeah. You're not giving them a bad vibe. You're giving, it's like, uh, the beach boys, good vibrations. Yeah. Good and, vibrations. And so I want to be involved with this. Yeah. For anyone who wants to be a beach boy, basically <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Um, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful opportunity, and um, the company is called Ness Health. Okay. And they've done over 40 years of research to map out the different frequencies of the different organs in the body, the different frequencies of certain beliefs, of emotions, um, also the frequencies that are involved with the meridian system from traditional Chinese medicine. Yep the different chakras. So this is another thing I love about this system that I use. Um, we're drawing in knowledge from many different medical, very ancient medical systems, you know, traditional Chinese yeah. medicine, Ayurveda, Tibetan medicine, and it, we're all bringing it together to have a modality that, that is truly holistic. We're going to have to test Ryan and his snoring because... Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> Because I think I can even hear that there's some cornflakes in there or something. <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is, a snore yeah. is a sound wave that's being emitted. Yeah. So technically, we could. we could do a sound analysis, a voice scan analysis. I'm, I'm doing it as we're sitting here. I'm, I'm actually doing it in my head. I'm like, holy shit, he's got some uh, milk in some there and a uh, little bit of nostril. 
<laughs> it's funny how those sounds were tuned into. So if somebody's voice maybe irritates you, it might be the fact that they are sending out this energy vibe yeah. or this tone or this expression. That's a really good one to, to, to sort of think about just in an analyzation of your conversational ecosystem. Absolutely. Like here we get to have these great conversations of learning and exploring and checking, you know, everything out with tuned right into the ear. So mm -hmm. it's really, it's really good. It's really good now to connect that with what I'm uh, hearing as a total experience in energetic from somebody. So a conversation yes. is that. Absolutely. It is that exchange. Yeah. And you're raising something really interesting there. When we listen to someone and we find their voice to be irritating or the topic that they are talking about, um, because everything is an exchange, so they're sending something at us and it actually um, creates a resonance within us. Yeah. And if it's if we're perceiving what the it's like an energy it's like a wave of snore yeah like, I'm, I'm really working at not laughing my fucking head off yeah so it's, it's pretty ambient yeah so, so at least it's giving us good vibrations because i wouldn't like i, I would look to the fact i go quadrupod studios oh yeah that's that show where the guy snores in the background <laughs> So we, I want to apologize for we that. We had a very relaxing experience. No, it's here. like, it is relaxing because I, I want to laugh, but it's interrupting the fact that your words are so powerful and, and poetic in the fact that they're explaining the math of all this stuff. So it's so important uh, <laughs> to get that part, right? Yeah. Well, that's a part of life is, uh, is attempting so to I think, divert. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, other vibrations that are throwing off our yeah our uh, you know what we're what we're going for. <laughs> I, I really don't know if this is coming through on the microphone, but it's seriously soft, some soft, <laughs> some chainsaw power back here. Yeah. I think we might have to uh, might have to sign off fairly shortly here just to, uh, for our own sanity. <laughs> it's uh, a it's a practice in uh, in not laughing under pressure yeah and i failed today <laughs> i failed it's I, like when people do the the staring contest yes. but it's slightly different it's yeah just, just it's a little the, bit the different. snoring but contest it, but it's really important because in an essence this is what you fix mm -hmm. your machine and your pathway has people being snored upon and they come to see you and we find out where the snoring comes from mm -hmm. and where that vibrational frequency is embedded in the cell or the body mm -hmm. or the liver or the heart or wherever it is. So it's really a good explanation, a physical explanation for people to see that vibration can come from that. Absolutely. So, And it's, it is a beautiful example because it just made me think... Um, if we have someone who snores quite noticeably, yeah. the person might then assume, okay, it's, you know, it's because of, of the diet that I have. Mm -hmm. And then we might ask the person, okay, what do you feed yourself? And it turns out that they may, may, may not be eating the foods that are truly nourishing. 
And then we could stop there and just think, okay, we found kind of the solution. The person has to change their diet. But it's interesting because here we're still on the level of dealing with symptoms technically. Because we can ask ourselves, why is it that a person is consciously feeding themselves a diet that deep down they know is not the best for them? Mm -hmm. And again, that's where the scan can come in so handy because then we look at the emotions potential trauma from like a person's childhood, for instance, mm -hmm. the beliefs, because if there is an underlying belief of I am not good enough, I'm not worthy, mm -hmm. that is oftentimes related to um, why a person has, for instance, trouble starting to eat a diet that is truly nourishing. Yep. Because here now they're going against their own programming, so, so to speak, you know, they might end up filling their fridge with lettuce and other veggies but in the end they will still order pizza hut yep and not touch anything that's in the fridge and they go why is it that i can't change yep. this then we have to look at the things that are non-physical because it's it's pretty clear that it's not within the physical realm gotcha and then we look at the beliefs mm. and then once we change the beliefs that a person actually finds themselves to be worthy that changes how a person then eats because now a person actually wants to feed themselves good, good Very stuff. Cool. And then that can have a benefiting uh, effect or completely eradicate snoring. I can, I can really take that concept and understand it. I, you know, I wanted to be a boxer, so I didn't drink. I wanted to do something. So the discipline was found in the practice. Mm -hmm. And that created uh, the pathway. And so what you're saying is to, to make sure that you're good enough or, or uh, letting go of that belief and changing mm -hmm. the new belief. So I used a discipline to, to do my practice rather than to change that belief because I've always felt that was never, never good enough because it was always... The next minute, I'm mm -hmm. going to be better. Well, and then the next minute, I got to be better. And the next minute, I got to be better. So it's, it was still, I'm not good enough, but it was disciplined to be a boxer mm -hmm. and to be good enough. Uh, so that was a, a, a technique that I think people can uh, look well, to. It's like a paradox here. Yeah. Always attempting to be better, but not accepting that. Yeah. where we are now. But yes. that's what drives you to strive to be better. So to mm -hmm. change yeah. that Just into... Kind of balance. Yeah, to change it into, yeah, I'm good enough, and my practice is to be a little bit better in the next minute. Yes. It, it, what comes to my mind is when we think about a computer, we have an operating system, and then we have different pieces of software. And a belief... Um, in certain ways, it can be a bit like uh, part of the operating system because it really beliefs form the foundation for our actions and inactions and how we r relate to other people, how we respond to stress and so forth. And then when you, know, you used the um, example of discipline, that's as if we introduce a software that now tries to override certain parts of the mm -hmm. operating system. Yep. So rather than having software running 
against the or trying to override the operating system yep. because that takes a lot of energy and cool. there are probably times where people go I'm just going to give in because yeah. I just it's too much work mm -hmm. we want to change the operating system so to speak so that a person doesn't want to drink for instance or eat crappy food because they cherish themselves so much that that becomes the motivation mm -hmm. and that is a motivation that doesn't require additional energy um, and it makes things so much easier and I, I truly believe that's also one of the reasons why so many people who start you know New Year's resolutions so many people fall off the bandwagon within a month or two because they have underlying beliefs of let's take the example of going to the gym a person doesn't want to go to the gym to begin with, maybe because they don't feel like they can, they're capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. They're capable of changing their, their body weight or appearance. Um, so they try to override this through discipline. But there's, there's only so much energy they can utilize to remain disciplined to the point where once the energy is drained, then they're no longer disciplined because willpower decreases the more energy decreases in a person. Yeah. So then what we should do is a person should become clear on why do they think they're not capable and then change that belief into I am capable and I am worthy of you know, um, changing my body or just changing something else, whatever it might be that they're striving for. Mm -hmm. Because from that point then onwards, the whole foundation has now changed and they don't even have to utilize so much willpower or discipline to get themselves to the point that they actually want to get to. They're working on a flat plane rather than pushing up. Exactly. Like yes. That's a beautiful way to put it. Yes. Very good. Cool. Is another way that, um, that psychedelics have been used in modern times or maybe in the past as well is helping people break those underlying beliefs in a sometimes traumatic mm -hmm. uh, experience like with ayahuasca or something like that mm -hmm. but then it seems to be able to people are able to break those yeah uh, e and e even like alcoholism or addiction to certain things that are like, like somehow digs down into the root and pulls mm -hmm. those roots out so this will um, that test will will also be like you said alcohol or, or uh, drugs uh, that people are addicted to, maybe this this test can also help get people off that type of fake fix. Technically, because we're working with energy, mm -hmm. um, anything is possible, mm -hmm. and we can through the treatments, especially we can we can change the frequency, so we can allow the cells of the body, for instance, to vibrate at a frequency again that is the um, their innate frequency, mm -hmm. the one that, that they were designed to vibrate at. And that means the cells are functioning the way they're supposed to function. And when this is happening across the board, you know, across the entire organism, across the entire being of the body, and mm -hmm. when I say being, I'm also referring to uh, the emotional plane and, you know, the mental side of things, and even the spiritual side of, of a person. When we have everything in a state of balance or near balance, then these cravings towards uh, certain pharmaceuticals 
and drugs and whatever, or sweets or whatever else it might be, they will be a lot less or just completely gone. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's, I think the short answer is that any of this is, is, is possible. Well, especially getting to the root and the beginning of the, of the true issue. Mm -hmm. Then the issue goes away and then that uh, opens up for corrections in a lot of different places. Yes, absolutely. Cool. That, that too, um, thank you for bringing that up because when we do the scan, um, there are certain things that show up and we call them priorities. So those are the things that the, um, the organism itself of the person determined to be the most important things to focus on. Mm -hmm. And when we honor this innate intelligence of the person, of the organism, and we just focus on those elements, you know, I like to use the analogy of if you have several different fires, focus on the biggest ones, because the other ones, the smaller ones, will most likely extinguish themselves once the big ones are, are gone. Yep. And that's exactly what we do here too. We just focus on those priorities um, so that we don't have to focus on everything at the same time, because that can be quite overwhelming for mm -hmm. people. Um, and then just see what things sort themselves out. It's, yeah. it's almost like a positive domino effect that takes place. And, and the time frame of all this that takes place is you, you do a test. Uh, let's say it's a, a global person. Somebody tunes in from uh, Las Vegas today and, and you're doing a voice test what what does that process take how long does it take and when do they should they expect some results or yeah so that's a question i get a lot <clears throat> yep um the the sessions we usually i usually give us two hours mm -hmm. um so that we have enough time to focus on this the assessment the results that show up because as you know from from your experience it's really important to talk about it to explore yep. it certain things might need to be explored in depth and then how can we empower the individual to take care of themselves through different resources and educational um through it like an ed educational platform that i actually provide for free to people um, that takes up the biggest portion and then coming back to your question how how long until people start to notice changes. Mm -hmm. It really depends on how long a person has been dealing with something. Um, when we talk about chronic conditions, by the time a person, for instance, chronic back pain, as an yeah. example, by the time a person notices that their back is aching, that is not the onset of the, of the condition, so to speak. It's been in the making for some time. Mm -hmm. Now it's at a level where it's manifested itself into the physical body um, to a point where you can really feel it through physical sensations. Yep. But it's probably been in the making for quite some time before that. Mm -hmm. When a person then starts to address it right away, it, will, it won't take much time. But oftentimes, people neglect things for a while. They're like, oh, I'll just want to see if this goes away on its own. Mm -hmm. I think for most of us, we've probably yeah. experienced that yeah. before. So then we wait quite a while until we start to address it, which also means that it can take some time. But the, the 
for things to be noticed, you know, subtle shifts to occur, that can be after the first session. Mm -hmm. And it also depends on how in tune is a person with, with their own body. Yep. You know, are they, do they notice when things change? Do they notice how different foods affect them? Or are they at this point quite um, disconnected from, from their bodies? So that we first have to reestablish this um, connection to the body and how the body responds to physical stress, um, emotional stress, and so forth. So it, it, can, it can take some time and it, yeah. it varies. And um, I know it's, it's oftentimes when I get this question, it's a little disappointing for people because people like specific answers. Mm -hmm. But one, I don't want to falsely get people's hopes up and be yeah. like, it will always just be 24 hours and, mm -hmm. and that's it. So we have to be realistic. Yep. Um, and also it creates the awareness for people to know, okay, I, I'll need... It will take some time because it has to take some time since it's a journey in itself. You know, mm -hmm. nothing that we experience in the body, and this is actually a philosophy from traditional Chinese medicine, every disease has a purpose. So anything that we experience is there to teach us something. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it's not just going to disappear up until we've, we've received the information from it. Um, and it's interesting because with pharmaceuticals, we can mask that mm -hmm. so that we don't even think there is anything that wants to teach us anything yep. until the point where it's so strong and it's coming strong, so, uh, strong, it's, it's coming through so strongly because it's, it's literally the body trying to tell you there is a message for you. Yeah. Pain is there for a reason. Yes. And if you mask it with a, with a pharmaceutical, then that cause of the pain is not going to go away exactly and, the, and yeah. if it's an energetic pain at the beginning uh, then that relates to uh, a bad ecosystem in the stomach for instance mm -hmm. which is being caused from the energetic start first yes another answer to your question when people are dealing with acute conditions so yeah. for now i just answered your question based on the chronic conditions. Mm -hmm. For acute conditions, um, one example, I had a, a yoga teacher who had um, sprained their ankle to the third degree hiking. Yep. Um, um, I don't exactly know what it means to the third degree, but I assumed it was, it was pretty dramatic because um, they showed up at my office and they had two crutches and one of those temporary casts that you can take off. Mm -hmm. Um, they saw me within 48 hours of it happening. So I said, you know, right now we're not going to do a scan. We're going to do the treatment right away. We're going to focus on that area because I can see it's swollen. There's lots of inflammation there. Um, and it was around the ankle. So I set one of the treatment devices I have to mimic the frequency um, of, the, of the ankle's energy field. So basically having... Um, the client's energy field interact with the energy field um, that's created by this device that I have. Mm -hmm. When we have two energy fields interacting with the same frequency, we create resonance. And resonance allows for energy to be brought up in a particular energy field. So what, we re what I really did there was I brought up the energy within all of this inflamed tissue and then left it at that 
so that the body then was able to take that energy, utilize its in innate intelligence, and um, basically distribute that energy at the right frequency to the area where it was needed the most to accelerate the healing. And a week, exactly seven days later, the yoga teacher came back. Um, they no longer had crutches. Mm -hmm. And um, the first thing they said was, look, I can finally put weight on my foot again. And this was after seven days. And then we did two more treatments. And after those, the total of three treatments, they were back in the studio teaching yoga. Wow. So when it's acute, and that's what I meant with depending on how long some, something has been in the making, mm -hmm. the sooner we kind of nip it in the butt, the faster it will go away again. Because the body then just is so incredible so it's a, it's at responding. It's kind of like uh, um, putting the right energy in the foot attracted the blood cells. The white blood cells are now rushing towards there. They're just getting to work. It's, been, mm -hmm. it's basically like... You know, when you rub something, when you get hit or hurt, you rub it a little bit and that focuses the mind and the, and the body to address the situation. It's yes. almost like 911 was called, uh, my hand's rubbing my ankle and that's creating awareness and then mm -hmm. function. Yes. And we want to make sure, because there's a lot of energy out there. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of this energy can be beneficial to us. But to be able to target a specific area with the right frequency, mm -hmm. so with the right vibrational pattern, can accelerate the process so much more. Um, it's kind of like trying to convey information but not being able to speak the language of the person you're speaking to yep. versus being able to speak their language. So the frequency, the right frequency is basically the right language. So have uh, sports uh, associations or teams got reached out to you and done like a team session? No, not to me personally, but, but I know uh, a few other practitioners, um, especially down in Australia, mm -hmm. who work with um, rugby teams, for instance. Cool. Um, yeah, a lot, uh, of, and, lot of inflammation there. Yes. And, you know, the, the need to recover very fast, yeah. I think, across the, the sporting world is, is big. Wow. So here we have something that can do this without having to take anything. That's epic. I've yeah, I think we've, we've delved into a good in intro of the, of the subject today and possibly uh, we'd love to have you back to Absolutely, maybe yeah. touch on some of the devices that you utilize, some of the other... The structured uh, water, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I went to, to I went and played uh, Wales in uh, student rugby league, the college kind of thing. I played Wales and tore my hamstring and had to play New Zealand on Wednesday, uh, that same week. And I could have used this piece of equipment mm -hmm. uh, because uh, the little Welsh trainer that uh, was given to uh, Canada for the the trip took me downstairs and reformed my hamstring back to my <laughs> fucking ass. And uh, I, I wanted to play them so bad, I was ready to play. So he was, in a sense, an energetic healer mm -hmm. based on his sort of practice. 
he was able to reform ligaments and get them ready for for the uh, the next day. Yeah. I never heard of that before, but it, it happened to me. So I, I realize that uh, with technology and equipment, this process can increase blood flow, increase mind thought of belief in healing. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Thanks so much for uh, being at Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to give out your uh, information one more time, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. It's www.holistic.guide, and holistic is spelt with a W at the, at the beginning. Well, now maybe Rugby Canada can win a game. <laughs> <laughs> or at least repair from being beat the shit out of. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next time for another interesting topic as yet unknown (laughs) adios and enjoy the rest of your day thanks max adios